right, y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Everything is good. This is Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guy, DelawareBlack.com, Black Media Specialist, all-around good guy. And um, unlike Dave, if you name it, I may not do it. Yeah, sure. Leonard is the uh, sixth, he's the sixth member of the Temptations. So just oh keep that in Okay. So what's going on, man? What's happening hey, on this everything cold, is rainy good. day? Dave, I, I, I mean, I didn't want to steal your thunder. I, I knew it was coming. Yeah, that's right. Of course it's coming, man. They, Eagles, look, all you cowboy haters, keep hating because the Eagles, the Eagles won a game that y'all thought they were going to lose. So just let you know. Um, I just want, I just want to let you know that it is definitely. The Eagles are the number one team in the NFL, nine and one. Y'all can't talk to us. This, you can't even see us <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know, so if you look up, you you might be able to see us a little bit if you look if you look high enough. So I just want that was a great game last night. Did you get a chance to look at any of it? Uh, none of it. Not a bit of it. Okay. See, this is what I deal with. This is what I deal with. Okay. Dave, Dave, I mean, Dave, Dave some, somebody got to work around here. Somebody yeah, has got, somebody, somebody's got to pull the lace. The game, the game went off at, at almost 12. It was 11.30 when the game went off, man. You didn't see any of it? Dave, for, so first of all, down here, we don't have basic cable. So I don't get the regular TV stations. So, oh, okay. um, yeah, so I don't see any current news. And then we did go out to eat. We went to a, a Mexican restaurant. It was on TV. And the, the lady sat us at the farthest away. So, I mean, I could see... <laughs> pieces of the TV, but I mean, of course, I heard they won this morning, and even though I'm not a, a diehard, I am a fan, so I'm, I'm, I'm uh, glad for the win. Uh, okay. Well, okay. I got to find, find a, a, a co-host that's like, you know, likes what I like. So. Tim! Anyway. anyway uh, I was going to say, you know, DJ Tim Dog on it, just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I know he, he he's on board. I know he's on board. So, matter of fact, uh, I, I um, went to a funeral today. I, I was telling you earlier, and the guy 
mine, Diggy Matthews, who passed away, his um, and he had his Jalen Hurts Eagles jersey in the, the that was in the coffin. That was a casket, I should say. I shouldn't say coffin. Mm-hmm. The casket with him. So it was being oh, buried wow. with him. Yes. He didn't have it on. He had a suit yeah, on. Yeah. But kind it was in the casket hanging up Jalen Hurts jersey. Yeah. What was he? He was a, a big time Eagles fan. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. He was, he was a die hard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Love the Eagles, man. The Eagles and Sixers team. That was his team. So. Yeah. So he was buried with jersey. So. Um, but. Um, Way to go, Eagles. Uh, good win last night against a team that you played in the Super Bowl that you should have beat in the Super Bowl last year. But this was a little bit of revenge. I mean, it's not the same as winning those rings and having bragging rights, but, you know. Right. You know, just a hopefully preview of what's to come. So that's, that's what we'll say. So um, it is Thanksgiving week, folks. So we want to say happy Thanksgiving. To everyone out there who's listening, um, all of our uh, loyal fans and everything, we hope that this is a happy and safe Thanksgiving week for you and that you guys get to uh, eat to your heart's content and spend time with family and friends. I think you said you, I know you said you were heading out of town, right? Yeah, going to Charleston, South Carolina. First time, so yeah. I'm excited because I've heard Charleston is a very beautiful city, so can't wait to see it. Yeah, okay. All right, well, you know, some of us don't get to travel out of town, but I'll, I'll be, you know, eating with family and so forth, so I'll be I'll be good, too. Um, I definitely will be full that day. Okay. Y'all going to be in Newark? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, so we'll, you know, not Newark, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, so, you know, so, but anyway, so, all right. So we got all that out of the way. I guess we got a few things to talk about since the last time we uh, talked to people. So I guess we'll go ahead and get started with the show. What uh, What's our first topic for today? Yeah. So Dave, you know, I just want to start this off with some good news since I know everything after this is, uh, <laughs> Up, up in the air but you know i did want to mention um i did want to mention this story that i, I thought was just interesting and you know i think they every day we're hearing about great black achievements uh either in the united states or na- uh internationally and this one is coming from the country of ghana there is a 22 year old who has become the youngest medical doctor in ghana and Dave, you, you, you got to listen to this bio. So at five, he started um, kind of like a, a Montessori school and he graduated his basic education in 2014. And that's I'm assuming that's kind of like middle school in 2014. Um, he started high school at the, the age of 13. He graduated high school at the age of 16. And then from six from high school, he went straight to medical school. Fast forward to this past September, he um, graduated and walked to the, the stage becoming a medical doctor. So he um, he's actually from the, the Cape Coast city of Ghana. 
and he graduated from the School of Medical Sciences at the University of Cape Coast. So, you know, I, I thought this was just a great achievement. Um, his pictures, and even though uh, we can't see it and, and our audience can't see it, um, his pictures have gone viral around the internet regarding his accomplishments. So, you know, just wanted to kind of recognize this young man, first name Kwaku. Um, I had a classmate called Kwaku. That's probably the only reason why I'm pronouncing it correctly. Um, middle name and last name, we're, doing, we're gonna skip, but just know if you're looking for the information, um, his name is Kwaku. He is 22 years old and he is the youngest medical doctor in Ghana. Yeah, okay. Uh, it looks young. That, that was his picture that we saw that you were showing, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, he looks yeah. like a young yeah, guy. Yeah, he definitely he looks, looks young. young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely looks young. But um, but that's that's awesome. Um, you know, when you have when we've been doing a lot of stories with these young people who are doing big things at early ages, and just seeing. It's so good that they are growing up at the time that they're growing up. I mean, you have young kids that are in high school, so you can attest to this. They have everything at their fingertips to to achieve uh, greatness, um, and especially um, at a quicker at a quicker pace than we ever did. You know. Um, oh yeah. Because of you know because everything's right there. I mean, yeah, if yeah, they yeah. all they have to do is apply themselves. If yeah, they apply and, themselves, and like, they can be done quickly. Because I always say the same thing, like, whatever you want to learn, you can find it out there most of the time for free. That's right. That's right. It's out there. You can, look, look, You people are doing things now that they've never done before just because they can go online to Google or some other search engine, punch it up, and find out how to do it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's that simple, you know, and and so if you want to put yourself through school at, at a faster pace, all you need to do is know what you need to do. They have all these advanced studies now where you can get through, uh, you know, you can get the grades you need, especially if you're planning on going to secondary school, you know, like uh, college or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. You, you know, a lot a lot of the schools are taking the, the advanced um, classes credit. So you already have some credits when you get in school. Right. Yeah. You know, so um, it's it's a great accomplishment. Um, I, I, I hope that he doesn't face any discrimination because of his age and because people uh people you know don't think he knows what he's doing right but you know Ghana is um, is a place where they have a lack of medical professionals so for for him to come out and be a, a medical professional that's a big plus and and I'm sure are well needed there as well yep i I definitely agree. So we definitely want to wish luck to Kwaku and, you know, ho hopefully we hear more about him in the future. Well, I'm sure we will, because I'm sure at some point it'll probably, look, I wouldn't be surprised at some point he ends up here in the United States at some point. Um, oh, yeah, course, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. 
Look, so, we, we, Davey, you know, I always try to keep it positive, up, upbeat, uplifting. Okay, here so we where, go. where are you about to take me. it? Where, where are you about to take it to? <laughs> so you gonna put it? You gonna put this on me? Huh? Uh, unfortunately, I wish I could say our next few stories are gonna be uh, as upbeat and positive as that one, but you know, we got to talk about what's being talked about. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I did want to touch on before I get into these stories, we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. Of course, it came out the allegations about uh, uh, Sean uh, Puff Daddy, Diddy, Brother Love, Combs, <laughs> you know, um, and the alleged uh, rape allegations and sexual, uh, you name it, uh, uh, against Cassie, his former girlfriend. Um, and, you know, some other people have spoken up on it since then. And the allegations came out, what was that, uh, Wednesday or Thursday. The next day it was settled, it was, right. you know. So, so um, it's just, and a lot of people had a lot to say when the allegations came on because it didn't seem to surprise many people. And a lot of people did have a lot to co-sign. You know, a lot of uh, celebrities were co-signing. What, did you did you hear that kind of stuff as well? Yeah, and Dave, um, my wife mentioned something to me that she saw, and I one hundred percent agree. And 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 this just kind of settled everything for me, Dave. Which celebrity came out to back Diddy and say he would never do anything like that? No. Not a single one. Not even his family. Look, look, I didn't answer. Did I hesitate? And not even <laughs> knowing what you were about to say. Not even knowing what you were about to say. I didn't see one person who came out and back, you know, for as far as support, for as far as um, Diddy was concerned. Um, and you know what's so interesting? Even his current boo, the girl that he's been linked with recently, she didn't have much. She didn't say anything either. No. You know, so that um, that right there was very telling to me. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was very interesting, uh, and especially you know, you know, keep in mind, Cassie was his former girlfriend, but he also she also was an artist on his label as well. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, of course, you know, Puffy's been, um, you know, he's made some headlines recently because he started giving royalty to some of you know. Of royalties that were owed to some of his former artists, records that they made under Bad Boy label, he's been given you know royalties to back that was owed to some of his artists. Well, I when you look at the timing of this and the timing of some of the other stuff that's happened, you know, he just gave him and Mace have been feuding for years. He finally gave Mace back his um, publishing rights to his music and everything. I bet you a lot of them are probably starting to say, hey, we're going to tell. We're going to start yeah. talking. Now, maybe there were some NDAs out there. Maybe they've come to the Maybe they ran their course. And so the people are going to start talking now. But he sure was quick no, to give that, up that money. That, that, that was super quick. And one that thing, was like um, 24 hours later, wasn't it? Something close did, did, to it? Did did you see Steve Harvey talking about it on the radio? Hear him? Uh, no, I didn't. What did he say? 
So one of the things he said was that with the type of allegations that they put against Diddy in that 30 page report, he said, you don't want that going to trial because they're going to bring in all the witnesses. Everybody's going to be recapping stories and they're probably going to be telling stories that, you know, we, we had not heard and, you know, everything. So, um, Steve said puppy was right to squash that as, as soon as possible. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he told her, you know, I'm sure they signed paperwork. She can't talk about it anymore. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Whatever, you know, yeah. But then, you know, uh, I'm sure there's going to be some other people going to try and do the same thing, you know. So, yeah. Um, and, of course, you know, 50 Cent was trolling them the whole time. Said, yeah, it's about to come out. It's about to come out, y'all. It's about, you know, 50 Cent's a troll, man. He really <laughs> He's always starting stuff. So. But that just tells you. These celebrities, you know, is you know when you get to the point that he um, that he's gotten to all the money he's made, but then you always have to look at the fact that Puppy had all these artists under him at one time, Paul, but none of them are there anymore. No, and then and none of them seem to be loyal to him. The only person I see that seems to hang in with him, but even seems like she still keeps him at a distance. Mary J. Blige. That's the only right. one I see that kind of still is down for him. But all these other ones, no. Mm-mm. And then, of course, the timing of everything with the whole Tupac trial, you know, murder case going on because they're saying that he had something to do with that, too. The whole thing is really, the timing is really interesting. That's all I got to say. The timing is really interesting. Right. So, but I just wanted to bring that story up because that was a hot, that was a big story, a hot topic over the last week, uh, as well as the big bombshell that was talked about this past weekend. Now, um, our favorite blogger, our favorite podcaster, Ms. Tasha Kay, who just loves to get herself in all kinds of hot water. I must say, Leonard, did you, first of all, did you hear any of this interview? Um, I hear, I heard portions. So I, I definitely heard the portion you about to reference, but I, I heard portions okay. and snippets. Okay. All right. Tasha K might have just done what a lot of people are saying is the biggest interview of a celebrity, uh, about a celebrity ever. Where tea was spilled like no, like never before, you know. I mean, and I, I guess I listened to the whole interview, and for what was talked about in this interview, it was a lot dropped in this interview, a lot. And for the magnitude of the person that this that the interview was about, it was a big, it was a big interview. Um, so for those of you who have been under a rock for the last few days, don't know what I'm talking about. Tasha Kay did an interview with a guy by the name of Brother Bilal. Brother Bilal was Muslim, um, but it was a, well, I guess I can say was now, was, uh, Will Smith's best friend, as he put it, for over 30 plus years, 36 years, I think they said. Uh, 
couple of years ago, right after the whole Oscars thing, and there's a couple other things that happened after the Oscars thing. But um, this guy came on Tasha K and just started talking about all kinds of stuff about Bill, about Jada, their marriage. Uh, talked about Will and Dwayne Martin. Um, you know, being um, being uh, intimate with each other, um, him walking in on it, talked about how Will beat up Jada, Jada um, after he caught Jada having sex with Mark Anthony, the singer. Uh, I mean, it was just a lot. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Um, it's the first time that I've heard like so much being said in an interview that when you read the comments after the interview was done, and there was like when I looked at that comment section, it was probably over five hundred comments on there at the time. And I always will go look at comments to see what people feel about things that have been said. Everybody believed this guy. Every word that he said, everyone believed. Now, just like he just said about Puffy, no one coming to his aid or nobody coming to his defense. Don't you find it strange that nobody felt that this dude was lying? I do. So I think this is a little bit different because, you know, the rumors about Puffy been going on for a minute, you know, a lot of celebrities. Now, when when the guy told me this, I mean, sorry, not told me when I heard (laughs) (laughs) right, right. Uh, when I heard him talking with Tasha K, what I really wanted, and of course, I'm sure that would never happen would be for Will to address these issues. You know, at least, let let me ask this, and and I can't remember the time, when the allegations came out against Diddy, did he say he didn't do it, or was he just quiet? He was just quiet. I I don't think Diddy has come out and said anything. He just got out there, got his lawyers on the case, and got that thing settled. Right. So, I mean, I would really want, I don't know, you know, Dave, in, in a certain way, I believe it, but it's hard to believe, if that makes sense. It's it's hard to believe, yes. But you know, there's been rumors swirling around him and Jada for years. Okay, and what I think made people believe everything this guy was saying was the fact that the stuff he talked about, people have been speculating about for a long time. And that's what made him believable, because finally, somebody, um, somebody um, finally put together, sub- put substance to the things that people have been hearing about for a long time. I'm gonna put it that way. Yeah. Even he even made a reference to Lisa Ray and Lisa Ray's husband, because I heard this before too that she had came on somebody's show and was talking about Will Smith and Dwayne Martin, you know, uh, and that the 
her husband. The guy, remember the chic kind of guy that uh-huh. she was married to, said yeah. that he got close to him, and they ended up, they were always together. Those two oh, were wow. hanging out all the time, you know. So, I mean, well, of course, the time, here we go with the timing and everything, you know, because, of course, you know, things have been kind of crazy since the whole slap thing happened. But the timing, once again, seems to be perfect timing for this kind of stuff to come out. And this dude was up there saying he had to move out of the country because he feared for his life. Because he knows, and he has a book coming out, and people are already saying, as soon as the book come out, they're going to buy the book. He only talked about a smidgen, as he put it, right. of all the stuff that he had, you know. So when you look at when you look at Will Smith, and you, if that slap had never happened, I think you would have had more people saying, I don't believe this guy. Mm-hmm. But looking at all the emotional baggage that has come around that slap, and Jada, you know, the control factor and all that kind of stuff, it made everything appear to be that this had to be the truth. It just had to be the truth. You know, and I listened to the whole interview. The whole interview was like, and Tasha actually, Tasha did a good job in the interview. I will say that she could have ratcheted up. Uh, no, um, Cardi B, now, speaking of people coming to people's defense, Cardi B um, wrote uh, wrote something online talking about how she supported Will Smith and how she was upset at Tasha. Of course, you know, Tasha K owes her a bunch of money and uh, from a lawsuit that she won and said that Tasha K, she said she thought Tasha K would have learned her lesson about, you know, being involved in stuff like this. But um, so she's mad at Tasha K all over again. But she stands with Will Smith. She says she believes Will Smith. Um, but you but, know, but Will ain't said nothing. Will ain't said. I know, nothing. and that's I know, and that's the thing. And Will hasn't said anything. I mean, I haven't seen anything out there that says Will has commented on it. Now, of course, Jada probably has probably said some things, but Will, but Will didn't say anything when Jada was doing all her talking either. No. You know, so I think Will has has he's probably got uh what's what's my girl's name? Olivia Pope somebody Olivia Pope like telling him what to do right about now. You know, to keep the scandal from happening. Right. <laughs> you know, so so but this is the this is what we're dealing with. I, I'm just curious for people that have heard the interview and for and, and knows what was said in that interview. I'd like to know what you guys feel about what was said and and whether you believe it, whether you believe uh, Brother Bilal as far as everything that he said. Um, he seemed pretty sincere. I mean, I, I don't know what he would get out of lying about all of this stuff. But well, I mean, he you, did you seem said, pretty sincere. You said he has a book coming out. So. Well, he has a book coming out, but I mean, if he's selling a bunch of lies, Um, I mean, did, did, did Jada saying everything she had to say before her book came out, did that really help boom herself? I don't think so. 
But this guy's book, when it comes out, from what everybody said, they're definitely going to buy it because they want to hear. They want right. to hear Will what's going on with Will Smith, you know. So, um, so I guess we'll, I guess we'll find out. But I'm just curious to see what everybody thinks about what was said and whether or not you believe the guy. So definitely um, let us know your thoughts on that. I just wanted to bring that up. Okay. Um, do you believe him, Leonard? By the way. Um, there's nothing to believe because he has not responded. Oh, you talking no, about brother I'm Bilal? About, yeah. Do you believe him? You know, I'm I'm going to withhold judgment for a minute. <laughs> Letter is always in the middle. Always yeah, well, no, they, they it's just one of them things where it's like I don't want to believe it, and I mean I'm not vested in any way in Will Smith, Jada Smith, any of that. I don't want to believe it. But I don't doubt that it's not true, or I don't doubt that it's true. So, this is what you call, folks, a fence walk. Okay, this is right. <laughs> you know how you 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 go side to side. You feel like you're about to fall, but you don't fall. You stay on the fence. This is where he is, people. This is where he is. Typical co-host. My typical co-host staying on the fence. But I get you. I get you. All right, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens with the story. I'm sure it's not going away anytime soon. So we'll see. All right, I'm gonna move on to the next stories. And since my guy's on the fence, I'll leave him there. Um, I'm sure that everybody who is a sports fan, you don't even have to be a sports fan to know who uh, Angel Reese is. Angel Reese is the young lady. And we talked about her last year at the end of the NAACP, uh, NAACP, uh, NCAA uh, women's basketball season last year. Um, her team won the national championship. She plays for LSU. And it was a big controversy during that game with her and the young lady, Caitlin Clark, who is white. Um, Angel was black, who was the National Player of the Year last year, matter of fact. Um, she was the uh, best player in the country. Um, um, they were, there was some controversy as far as Caitlin and her treatment of some of the black players and disrespect of some of the black players in the tournament and some of the games that she played in and how, you know, um, you know, a lot of the white white America wanted Iowa, the school that she plays for, to win. And they were calling LSU a bunch of thugs because of the way that they played and whatever. But LSU ended up winning, and um, uh, Angel did the "You can't see me" wave of the fingers in front of her face because that's what Caitlin had been doing. Caitlin had been doing that all tournament long to the teams that she was beating up on. And so when she had it done back to her, it caused a big controversy when Angel did it. Um, fast forward to this year. Um, LSU is ranked number one going into the, they were the preseason number one favorites to win the championship again. 
Excuse me. I can't stop you on it for some reason. Excuse me. Um, they were the number one favorite to win the championship again this year. And they fooled around and lost their very first game to a team who was ranked, but ranked lower than them, um, Colorado. And Angel Reese didn't play that well. She, she didn't have that good of a game. And she kind of played lackadaisical. She didn't seem like her head was in the game. And her coach benched. Uh, uh, well, she played the next game, but she and she also didn't play well that game. And the coach uh, benched her at halftime. And Angel Reese hasn't played since. And they played about three or four games since then. And she hasn't played since. So it's been a lot of controversy as to why she hasn't played. Her coach, Kim Malky, who is kind of a brash individual, um, she has not really given any explanation as to why. And then apparently they were saying that Angel hasn't uh, has been kind of a negative influence with her team. And now you got some of one of the players' mom was getting was getting involved and saying that Angel Reese um, is too busy out there flossing because this girl is one of the top collegiate money earners in the country. She makes over a million dollars a year in NIL money, which is um, money given to students, you know, for different ventures. You know, uh, it used to be before you couldn't make any money while you were in college. Now you can as an athlete you, for getting endorsements and so forth. She's one of the top people earning money in college basketball. Uh, college athletics period and a lot of people are kind of jealous about that and she's been flaunting and she was on she's been in the sports illustrated um vaulted um swimsuit um issue and she's just been everywhere lately she's in commercials she's been in she was even in a movie and um some of the some of her teammates of course kind of jealous of everything that she's been doing. But when the parents start coming out and saying, hey, you know, this girl's doing all that she's doing, but she's got a grade point average under 2.0. She hasn't been going to class. She's not doing this. She's not doing that. You know, whereas the other kids are busting their butts. So this is also something that's been coming out. So there's a lot of controversy around this young lady and she and the coach is really not explaining anything because every time she gets asked about it, she kind of blows everybody off. You know, have you heard some of the explanations that she's been given is like, you know, she's not. Right. She, yeah. She, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You know, right. so I mean, I can understand. I mean, this girl is the star of the team. She's one of the best players in the country. But. If you're button heads with your coach and your coach is button heads with you, I think what it is, because I've never really been a, a big fan. I watch a lot of women's college basketball. I'm, I've never been really a big fan of, of Kim Malky, the coach, because she wants everything to be about her. And I really believe that there's no one that's going to be bigger than her. She was Brittany Griner's coach when Brittany Griner uh, was in college. 
when Brittany Griner was locked up um, for the time that she was, and they kept trying to ask her about Brittany, she had no comment. She didn't want. She didn't want because she didn't get along with Brittany Griner. Looks like the same thing's happening here. She's not necessarily getting along with Angel Reese. She's not saying when she's going to come back. She's not saying when she's going to play again. And Angel, her only comment basically is then don't believe everything that you read. Now, when you got parents of people's children, you know, when you got parents of, of basketball players chiming in about Angel Reese and all the preferential treatment and all the stuff that she's been getting, that's not a good thing. I mean, you were a college athlete. Um, you know, your children are playing sports now. They have a chance to probably, because now, you know, all you got to do is make a, a team in college, be on some, on some type of team. You can make some money off of it if you present yourself the right way. How would you feel about, you know, if somebody came after your child and you know your child's the star of the team and they they say that, you know, you, you're, you're getting all this praise and everything, you're getting all this preferential treatment, but you're barely making the grades to stay in school? Yeah, I mean, I, I think anybody would be defensive and, you know, they not, not every student is a uh, – a scholar and this might be their only opportunity, you know, she, you know, so, I mean, I, I understand if she is just barely passing her classes and barely like, you know, I, I, I get it for some people because they're just trying to make it, you know, she's probably trying to make it into the WNBA or play overseas, yeah. but, and, well, and, hold, and, hold, and hold on to that money that she got. But you know what's so crazy is that she had a she actually her she actually has a, another year of eligibility um, still out there as far as college is concerned, but she actually could could have went to the WNBA already, but she said she didn't want to leave college because she makes more money in college than she would in the WNBA. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, she's making over a million dollars a year as a college athlete. You know, and, you know, we talked about the salaries of the WNBA. You know, shit, they ain't making that money. No. So, um, so I just think that, well, unfortunately, we are where we are since COVID and, you know, since they allowed the students to have the special privileges to be able to transfer when they want to, because she's also – she started out at the University of Maryland and she transferred to LSU last year. Um, you know, um, but because these students have these capabilities to be able to do that and they don't really have any real loyalty to the schools anymore, if they don't want to be there, they don't be there. <laughs> you know, that's right. what happens, you know. But, you know, the coaches, they have to feel like they want they they want to be wanted, you know, and this Kim Malky situation, I don't know. I mean, the fact that she won't tell everybody what's really going on is really not helping the situation. And apparently they must have told Angel not to say too much because she hasn't really said anything either. So, but it's, a, it's just something that we need to pay attention to. And, of course, 
there's the colorism theme too. Because we got a white coach talking about a black player. And would this be happening if Angel Reese was white? We have to look at, at that too. Um, you know, um, it's really it's really a shame um, that this is going on. But we uh, hopefully they're able to get get it together, and hopefully she'll be playing again soon. And then if she plays again soon, is she going to play like she wants to be there? Right. How's her? How's her? Uh, how's her? relationship with her teammates is gone. You know, how's that going to be, too? That's another thing, too. So, so I just wanted to bring that up. It's something that we need to pay attention to uh, to make sure that um, that situation doesn't become an unbearable situation for that school, especially since they're looking to repeat as champions again. And, um, you know, uh we don't want the coach. We don't want it to be all about the coach because it has to include the players as well. You may get all the accolades because you're the coach, but you can't win without the players playing together. And we need that to happen. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. So I just wanted to bring that up. Anybody has any opinions on the Angel Reese situation? Because I know a lot of people have been kind of paying attention. Just uh, feel free to drop us a line and let us know. Okay. All right. Okay. Moving into Leonard's favorite portion of the show, which is uh, Dave's Corner. I have a question for you, Mr. Leonard. Yeah? I have an answer question. for you, David. Yeah, let's see. Let's see if you're on the fence. Um, what if you could have a conversation with your 13-year-old self? The reason I said 13 years old, because that's when you become a teenager. Of course, you're thinking you're a man. You know, you're getting close to being a man at that point, you know, because you didn't make teenagerism. <laughs> you know, so. um, what advice, with the information that you know now, would you give yourself as far as your future is concerned? Can I be direct giving it, or is it going to be general? Yeah. No, you can be direct because you know, I mean, you know, this is stuff that you can definitely find, uh, make sure that is valuable information and maybe get him to avert some of the things that, you know, he might have done if he didn't give him the advice. Um, yep. So I, I would I would always say what I still say to myself now, like go harder, you know, um, have more fun. I would definitely say. 13 year olds, like, you know, um, family and friends, you know, really celebrate them. And I would tell myself, uh, I'm probably just about to go into high school. I'd be like, play all the sports you want to play, you know, play them all. And then I, I, I mean, it's always kind of general, but I probably say, um, never stop dreaming. You know, you can do anything you put your mind to. Um, definitely Florida, Florida A&M is the right choice. Um, you know, start learning a skill, like start learning computers, start learning business, start learning real estate. Um, 
I mean, really, those would probably be the main, like, um, start a business, you know, at 13, start a business, you know, get, get your feet wet, start networking, you know, start meeting people and, you know, put the video games down, and <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, all, all that stuff. What about you, David? Okay. Well, if I if I was to go back and talk to my 13 year old self, and of course we're coming from a different period of time, because when your 13 year old self came about, there were computers were around. You know, they had been slightly, you know, they, slightly. Yeah, but you had the internet and everything. No, you did I, have I, the internet. No, no, I I didn't have internet till college. Okay, it wasn't till college for you. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah, it's ten years between us, so yeah. Uh, the internet didn't really and hit and, the... and it's more, it's more than ten years, sir. Let's. I, I just want to clarify for everyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, you jumped on that real quick. I see. Okay. All right. Well, this is what I would tell myself is definitely. Uh, I would. I would. The first thing I would say, hey, look. Learn everything you can in school. Um, if there's certain subjects that you feel very strong about, learn them. I mean, learn everything you can about it, about those subjects, because you might want to put them in your back pocket for later on. Um, when you get in high school, uh, well, and you're about to start high school at 13, um, um, 13, 14 years old, ninth grade. Um, when you get in high school, I made one mistake. I took French instead of Spanish. I would definitely take Spanish if I was in school. I definitely would take Spanish. You said something about playing sports. Yeah, play all the sports you can, especially myself back then. That's all we did was play sports. But find one and be the try to be the best at it that you can. If you if it's two that you can find, then you know, that you can be equally as good at, fine, you know, do that one as well. But if it's something that you want to use to get you to that next level, learn it, do it, and and be great at it, okay? Uh, Be a sponge. Try to soak up as much information as you can as you grow to each, as you get older. Just pay attention. When people are giving you advice, Weigh the advice that you're getting and, and try to put it to use, good use. Pay attention to what your parents tell you because they've been there. And, and, and a lot of times the nuggets that they drop are, are very good and they can help you as far as your future is concerned. Um, avoid having children at a young age until you're ready. Um, Not saying that it's a mistake or anything, but if you can avoid it, wait. Um, Try to get everything done that you need to get done. And and make sure that you're in a good position to provide for your family when it's time for that. Don't let anybody tell you you're not good enough. Don't ever let anybody do that to you. 
And that'd probably be the things that I say. Okay. Would 13 year old David listen? Probably not. Never mind. <laughs> you know what? In my day, we were told to respect our elders. So 13 year old David probably would have listened to a lot that was being said. Now, would I have done everything? Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably 80% of it. Yeah, probably about 80% of it, you know. So, gotcha. yeah. But so, folks, there you have it. Uh, give us your thoughts on today's uh, uh, day's, uh corner. Uh, we had some feedback from our last day's corner, so that's always good when we get feedback uh, on day's corner um, questions. So let us know what you think you would say to your 13-year-old selves. Um, once again, we want to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and we hope you enjoy the food, the family, the friends, or whatever you're doing. Just have a good time. Please be safe out there. Um, Enjoy your time off if you're having time off. And um, we'll talk to you after the holiday. Len, you want to add anything? I just, you know, want to reiterate a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And be safe. Don't eat too much. Or eat Join us next week. <laughs> of news and trends with your host, Dave and Lynn.